Well, this is the day in 1970 we lost Janice Joplin. She was uh, found dead at a hotel in California, uh, dead from a heroin overdose. She was 27 years old, and this is the day they, they found her body. Really sad. Just a great talent. As I, I mentioned earlier, um, you only wonder what she would be like today. Because presumably she'd be, she'd be older, but she might still be alive today. But once again, I remind you that um, drugs can kill you. And I know you don't, you don't need me to tell you that, but you know, she's just an example of somebody dying way, way too young. Sad loss because she was one talented woman. I'm Scoot on the air. It's, uh, it's Wednesday, halfway to the weekend. Good news. And it's a weekend that's going to have some cooler weather, which is nice. Hey, on our website, Still Trending, is a blog that I wrote. This is part of the show from yesterday. It's a blog that I wrote about it. And it, also, it is the actual audio of a caller from yesterday. And it's entitled, Insincere, Insecure Caller Pretends to Seek Answers She Already Has on Trump. Very interesting call yesterday, Lola. If you missed it, it's worth a listen. And it's worth a listen because the call yesterday from Lola really does personify what's wrong with our country's debate. The debate in this country has become irrational. And so the phone call really, the blog and then the phone call uh, that we have uh, audio of really does explain a lot. So I, I invite you to, uh, to check that out and share that with your friends. It's on our website at www.com. It also should be on the Scoot on the Air uh, Facebook page as well, where you can also um, comment on that. All right. So you, you've heard that, and I, I saw this when I woke up. I'm looking out of our studio window. I don't see it as, well, I do see it, but I really saw it this morning because, you know, when I'm, I'm leaving my fourth floor apartment uh, at West End, I can see downtown New Orleans. I could barely see downtown today really really hazy it's it's smoke from the canadian fires so if there was ever an example of how important it is for the entire world to participate in cleaning up the the environment and and working toward climate change it's that this is the smoke from the canadian fires so it is just a reminder of of how something from one country can spread to another country and and the, you know the saharan dust that comes off the um the Alaska, um, the the Africa coast that disrupts the development of hurricanes. I mean, that ends up here in in the Gulf area and in, in in New Orleans and the Gulf Coast. So you know, we can do all we can to try to clean things up, but if China doesn't clean things up, it's going to spread. So it's just an important aspect of everything that's uh, that we that we talk about. With I that. saw kind of a shocking statistic. Something I was reading last week that the smoke from the Canadian wildfires has actually had such a deleterious impact on air quality in America that it's actually set back the markers that we have achieved over the last several decades. After we pass the Clean Air Act, we start the air gets cleaner and cleaner and cleaner, like all the smog and the pollution that we had in the 60s and 70s. We've made tremendous progress on all that stuff. But a lot of that progress has been undone in one summer because of all the smoke from those fires. Damn Canadians. Damn. Come on, guys. Damn Canadians. Put out the fires. Put some maple syrup on them fires. Philip and Terrence. Terrence and Philip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're ruining everything. Blame Canada. <laughs> I love that song. Well, let's play it later. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can dig that up. Blame. Let's let's do that. Blame Canada. If you haven't heard the song, it's a, it's a great song. And, you know, we, we can blame Canada for uh, 
for a lot of things. All right, so uh, we've been talking about the right-wing radicals, which I've been talking about for a long time on this show, and finally it seems like they're getting the attention they deserve because it was a few right-wing radicals that led to the dethroning of House Speaker Kevin McCarthy yesterday as Speaker of the House. It was the work of a small group of right-wing radicals in the Republican Party, and it seems like they are hurting the Republican Party, not helping, and yet they want to define the party in their image. And I just don't think this is um, this is going to prove to be good for the Republican Party. Uh, we've been talking about that. Um, also, uh, something happened on this day in 1957 that was a huge event. And if you're a baby boomer like me, I'm sure you remember feeling the way I felt when you realized what had happened. So 66 years ago today, the Soviets, we, we were in a race for space with the Soviets. And on this day in 1957, the Soviets launched a satellite named Sputnik into space. It was the first time man had put anything in orbit. The first artificial Earth satellite in the world has now been created. This first satellite was today successfully launched in the USSR. And I got to tell you what was scary about this. I remember um, I had an aunt who lived in uh, Ruston, the northern part of the state. And we were visiting my aunt, and we went out to this open field in, in, in the country where there was no light pollution. And, you know, my dad, you know, told us when, when it was coming, and he, he said, okay, we're going we're gonna to watch Sputnik fly overhead. And so out in this dark field in the country. We're looking up at the sky and you see these stars and there's one, it looks like a star that's moving. That was Sputnik. It looked like a star that was just moving across the, the, the sky. And, you know, at a time when, you know, the Cold War was raging, you know, we live with this idea that the, the Russians could, could, could push the button and, and launch a nuclear attack against the United States at any time. You know, we were, we were paranoid about that. The Cold War was just really raging. And so the Russians beat us to space. And they put this, this satellite in orbit that went across the United States. And sitting there and realizing that that was a Russian thing up there that could spy on us or, or whatever. I don't know what I actually thought it, it, it did, but I knew that it was on top of us. It was, it was orbiting the Earth and it was flying over the United States. And there was nothing we could do about it. So that was a really scary, uh, scary moment for boomers. On this day in 1957, that's when they landed uh, and they launched uh, Sputnik. And then, of course, you, you, you know, a new generation heard Sputnik in the, uh, the movie Saw so I Married an Axe Murderer. I think there was something about the kid's head, his giant noggin, was like Sputnik. Something about, do you remember that specific uh, line? I say like, uh, something about his, he's got his own weather, uh, he's got his own weather system. He's, he's, got, so huge. he's got a satellite floating around his head. I like can't remember. Sputnik, I don't remember the exact he's line. He's like Sputnik. It, something, about, but something about Sputnik. But the kid's noggin was so big, it was like an orange on a toothpick. It was so big, it was developing its own weather system. That's the one. That All was right. it. Uh, but there was something in there about, uh, about Sputnik. Oh, the Stevie Nicks song of the day is Gypsy. So you can take the word Gypsy, the title of the song Gypsy, and go to our website, www.com slash contest with an S. Use that word to enter the contest. Okay, let's go to Gregory and Metairie. Gregory, you're on WWL. Good afternoon. Hey, Scoot. How you doing, guy? Good. 
I mean, this is, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm actually enjoying it, but it's also pretty, you know, it's, um, you know, our forefathers, they, Jefferson Adams, they all said it. I mean, a little um, shakeup is good for this country. You know, we kind of need this. I mean, and that's I don't like it going. There's some like bickering on both sides, and you know, both sides are to blame here. Well, I think there's something to that, Gregory, because if this had not happened, the, all, all, the, all the talk that I've been doing about right-wing radicals, you know, people, I don't think a lot of people took that seriously. And now it's, it, now it's becoming very obvious what they are trying to do. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because the snide remarks that I, you know, I try to keep track, you know, when I'm at work, I come home and I, I DVR all the, you know, the programs on the, that. Elon Omar, that little feisty thing. Hey, let's talk about her ethics. Let's talk about why is she even suitable to even sit in Congress? I mean, she married her brother to get him into the country. But you see, there's you know, there's this side and there's that side. There's that side and there's this. Well, side. okay. And when we say something That's negative about one side, we don't. On the Democrat side. Well, we don't. Well, we're talking about this well, right I'm now. I'm talking about what's going on now. Well, these 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 idiot Republicans had to get. I mean, all of the Democrats voted to get rid of them. It was only eight Republicans. I mean, I mean, I like the shakeup. I'm. I wasn't a big fan of this guy, but I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't think I could do a better job. I would like to think that I have confidence in most of the people in Congress. I would like to think that is that is uh, that the reality? Perhaps not. But you you have some real stinkers on the other side, and I'm saying that because I am a conservative. You know that, and I make no bones about it. Do I run down the streets and hold pictures of uh, Donald Trump up? Hell no. Tired of it. Tired of it. Well, a lot of people are. It's called the it's called the Trump fatigue, and uh, we've heard more and more talk about this. But I, I, I do think that what happened yesterday sheds light on the right wing radicals and the, the fact that there is this evil entity within the Republican Party that is trying to define the party in its own image. Let's go to New Orleans and Rashad. You're on WWL. Thank you for hanging on. Um, thank you for um, finally letting me on. However. Let's understand, since 2015, when I first joined your show, coming down the steps, hey, um, I knew the guy was a fraud. I've been telling you ever since, Agent Orange, down the kind, and the Banana Republicans, they only in name. It's not the Republicans up to, of, 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 of your daddy and mama. It is radical. However, I hope people stop saying both sides. I'm going to give you an example. The rescue plan, both sides did not kill it. The re- Democrats voted for the help the people. Republicans voted against it. The infrastructure plan, guess what happened? All the House Republicans, MAGA people voted against it, and you had 19 Republicans in the Senate that helped it to get over. But a lot of stuff, that, they got some bipartisan, but a lot of bills, the banana Republicans, they're against the American people. They are not Americans. In my estimation, they are what they are. They are a greedy, selfish individual who only think about themselves. They don't think about the constituents, they, 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 the people that they need. Scalise, he's a denial of the election. He's also don't want to help with gun legislation. He got shot in the field. He can't be no leader. We well, don't have any leaders in the Republican Party. Donald Trump, Agent Orange, guess what? 
how are we going to make him the Speaker of the House and we got rid of him for the president? Yeah, well, people, uh, you know, some people are hilarious. Uh, you know, Richard, you, you you bring up good, uh, you know, you bring up good questions. Um, but look, you know, let's make this clear. On this show, we talk about right wing radicals because it's something that has not been talked about. There's Fox News and there's all these conservative talk shows all across the country. And all they do every single day is they bash left wing radicals. Yes, there are left wing radicals. But they're not in the news right now. And when Antifa or when the left-wing radicals are in the news, we'll talk about it. But right now, because it's an alternative to to talk radio across the country, we talk about the right-wing radicals. And so suddenly now, you know, so suddenly we're getting this this backlash about right-wing Republicans. You know, when I would say this before, I guess, you know, people didn't take it that seriously. But it's seriously an entity. It is a mentality within the Republican Party. And the Republican Party needs to decide who they are. And they need to decide if they're going to stand up to the right-wing radicals and distance themselves from these radicals or if they're going to let the radicals take over. And yesterday we kind of saw that the radicals were in a position to really make a significant change. So who are the Republicans? It's up to them to decide. But make no mistake about it. They're left-wing radicals, too. This is just in the news, and we, we talk about it. If you want to join us, the Open Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line is 504-260-1870. On this day, October 4th, 1990, lawsuits were combined on appeal against Ozzy Osbourne and CBS Records. The lawsuits claimed that the song Suicide Solution was to blame for a 16-year-old and a 17-year-old committing suicide. The Supreme Court refused to reinstate the cases after a California court ruled that suicide is not a foreseeable result of Ozzy's song. And essentially they were saying you can't blame the song for somebody committing suicide. And these are important cases because what it does is it emphasizes individual accountability. I did a report on this in the late 80s on uh, WKRG-TV, Channel 5, in Mobile, Pensacola. And I did a TV report for them on this. And I pointed out that if your kid is in his room alone listening to the song Suicide Solution, or any song, over and over and over again, that could be the symptom of a problem. The song is not the problem. The actions of of sitting there alone in your room listening to the same song over and over and over again, that's the symptom of a pretty big problem. I even talked to Ozzy Osbourne about this, and I had a a, a comment from Ozzy in the the report that I did. And Ozzy said, man, I'm I'm sure this kid was, uh, you know, strung out on drugs or alcohol or, 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 or both. And it wasn't just the music. And he's absolutely right about that. So, you know, I continue to, I continue to point out it's not fair It's not right to blame entertainment, to blame music for violent actions. And I feel badly for the parents who who lost these, these, these kids, but you can't blame the music. Suicide solution. Uh, I mean, okay, I wouldn't have written the song, but it speaks to the way some people feel about things. In fact, I think the song is actually about alcoholism. But you, you, can't, you can't blame a song for somebody, because if you start doing that, then nobody's accountable for their behavior. 
I mean, well, what if it got to the point where, you know, somebody, I heard this love song and I fell in love with this woman and I married her and she turned out to be a terrible woman and we got divorced. Is it the fault of the song? No, of course not. So this is legal precedent in this country for holding individuals accountable for their behavior and not blaming the music. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. You Taylor Swift's newest boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's overwhelmed by the NFL's coverage of his relationship with Taylor Swift. He said they're making too big a deal out of it. He said, quote, I think it's fun when they show who's who's all at the game. I think it uh, brings a little more uh, to the atmosphere and brings a, a little more to what you're watching. But at the same time, I think they're overdoing it a little bit, especially my situation. I think they're just trying to have fun with it. Well, well, they are. And I think Travis Kelsey may be saying, hey, our relationship might not be what you think it is. And one of the things that I speculated in the very beginning of this is not that it matters. You can have a casual friend, but that this might not be a deep love affair and that this might be another way for Taylor Swift. Uh, she is a marketing genius to uh, to get attention. And she's had some very high profile boyfriends uh, in, in the past. So if um, if Travis Kelsey saying, hey, I think they're making a big deal about this, that may be a subtle way of saying, hey, you know, it might not be what you think. We're having fun, but it might not be. What you think? Anyway, um, it, it doesn't matter because they're adults and they can do what they want. I, you know, I, I think it's um, I think it's kind of fun and, and uh, not a big deal. And 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 so what? As as I pointed out, they're not taking away from the game when they show her in the suite. They're showing her in the suite after a play, after he's made a, a good play. So the teams are setting up for the next play. So you're not really missing anything. All right. Um, if you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Let's go to Paul in New Orleans. Paul, welcome to our show. Hey, Scoot. How you doing, man? I'm good. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. Yes. Uh, I wanted to talk about, you had one of the millennials on, a young lady, very well-spoken. I think y'all are missing something. Uh, if this is the same economy we have in a year, I had two employees come into my office today, both asking for raises. And both of them with the same story when I told them I couldn't give them a raise. It was, Paul, my grocery bill has tripled. My house note uh, insurance, I'm sorry, is gone up tremendously. My car insurance and gas. I said, I'm sorry, I can't give you a raise. If this is the same in a year, Donald Trump wins. If they can improve the economy and do something, open up the pipeline, get fiscal with the uh, budget, which I don't see, we're in trouble. The economy runs everything. And when people have to get second jobs just to live, it's not good, especially in New Orleans. It's very expensive to live in New Orleans. And the it's just not a good time. Yes, the, the Republicans, the eight that voted him out, should be gone. No, they're radical. I'm a conservative. They should be gone. I don't understand the Democrats, why they all voted against him when he last week voted with them. Now, they voted him out who they think they're going to get that's better than him to work with the Democrats. That's, see, it's all politics. And they, you know, and of course, Gates just couldn't stand him. And he knew that all of the Democrats were going to vote against him, which is crazy that not one Democrat said, you know, we can work with this guy. No. So now who are they going to get? 
They might get yeah, somebody I mean, that are, works with them or not. These are questions that, uh, that need to be answered. But let me ask you about your business. How, how much is your business suffering? Well, it is suffering bad. Uh, crime, uh, the revolving door, uh, no police. What do you mean? The at all. Tell me, about, right, tell me about it. So, can't so, find them. All right, so you're in New Orleans, and, and, and so crime. And let's, say, let's say, I don't want to name it, but right. in the French Quarter. Okay. I'm telling you, I can go down there now, stand in the middle of the street, and I will not see a cop for hours. It's not yeah. good. No, the I can understand that. Not want, the locals do not want to come down. I can call them right now and say, hey, there's a half-off sale at this bar. Mm-hmm. They're not going. They'll go to matter. It's that bad. And yes, it hurts everybody when it's that bad. It hurts so, your employees. So that's as terribly. much as that's as much. That's even more about the city than it is about Biden. Oh no no no! Yes, it's Democratic run. Because is if that you were, if you were, that they don't have police. No, it's it's a it's many things that lead up to that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, in general, the economy is not local. Yeah. Does it? You know, a if, lot of people Biden are hurting. Would have came in and not fired all the people on the pipeline. Then we wouldn't have had the oil crisis right off the bat. Russia got money because they have the oil. Then they invade the neighbor, and then we spend billions of dollars. Then none of that would have happened if Russia wouldn't have been able to get charge oil, and we needed oil. He made, you know, Putin made but so you much know, money on oil he could invade his neighbor. You it's know so the pr- you know the price of oil is complicated. I mean, you, you're smart oh, yeah, enough to but, know that. But part of it is complicated, very complicated. And yes, Biden. Biden can't go out tomorrow and say, look, I want oil to be this price. Of course not. But he did it when he did the pipeline. That hurt it. And then Putin saw it and said, you know what? I'm going to make a lot of money. Then he had all this money, and he goes, well, I'm going to invade my neighbor. It's, it, it, it all intertwined, just like you said about China with the, um, the being, pollution. pollution. Yeah. You, yes, of course. If they don't do it, I don't care how much we do. That's right. They're going to. It's going to be terrible because it can come this way. Paul, just like when we had, you know, it, it's just bad. Yeah. The economy is terrible. I, I, It's not bad for everybody, but it is bad for a lot of people. And I'm sorry that you're you're suffering. I'm sorry your employees are suffering, but a lot of people are, are suffering. And I, I do appreciate the call. And, you know, look, going back to the advice that was given to Bill Clinton when he was running for president, the, the line was, it's the economy, stupid. And, and and that's all that, that that's all that people needed to know to to vote for him over uh, George H. Walker Bush. So, yeah, I mean, to this day, it's the economy, stupid. And so, you know, the Biden administration has a lot. To, they have a lot to do with it. They don't have everything to do with it, but they have a, a lot to do with it. And and they've got to figure out a way to either blame somebody else or uh, figure out a way to fix the economy. And I don't know how quickly that can be done. Because there's just so many things involved in what makes the economy go up and down. And the same people who criticize oil prices, when a Republican is in office, they defend oil prices by saying, oh, it's a lot of other things. It's not just the president. So, you know, we deal with this all the time. When we come back, I want to um, I want to share with you um, a definition of right wing radicals. And I find it really interesting. I, I've been how long, Ian? How long have I been talking about right-wing radicals? Years. I, I have been. I've been talking for a long time, and suddenly today, we're getting hit with all of these people who want. Well, what's the definition of right-wing radicals? Why haven't this many people asked before? This is not a new thing on this show. 
it is a new thing because what happened yesterday with um, Matt Gates and those others, it really brought to light the fact that there are right-wing radicals. And don't get mad at me. Call the Republicans. Call the Republicans in this state and ask them to define right-wing radicals. They'll define it for you. There are Republicans who are bashing Matt Gates and his group of right-wing radicals for trying to hurt the Republican Party. We've been talking about this for a long time, but because of what happened yesterday, this is now rising to the surface as a big deal. It's been a big deal for a long time. But yesterday, it all came into, into light. If you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, we're uh, blaming Canada. Blame Canada for the haziness because that haziness is smoke from the Canadian fires. Another thing to blame on the Canadians. They have not always been a friendly friend to the North. I'm Scoot. We'll be back on WWL. Man, I love those of you who are mentally stuck in the middle because, uh, you know, as a radical moderate, registered independent, this is uh, where we need to be. And, you know, for a long time, I've been talking about right-wing radicals, and because of what happened yesterday, suddenly it's uh, getting a lot of attention. And finally, a lot of Republicans are calling out these right-wing radicals because this, this is a group that's hurting the Republican Party. If you listen to this show, you, really li- you could really hear a desire to save the Republican Party. Because this has been festering for a, a long time. So we've had people want to know, well, how do you define right-wing radical? Well, there are a few things. Right-wing radical, they believe Trump won the election. They deny climate change issues. They are anti-abortion. All the way. No excuses. Totally across the board, anti-abortion. They're um, against the LGBTQ community. Freaked out about drag queens. Freaked out about trans people, which have always been part of our society. They want more religion in schools and in government. They embrace violence if that is a, a means to their end. They will even support white supremacy. And they want no restrictions on guns. There are other aspects of this. But, but think about this. These right-wing radicals, there's no talk about smaller government. There's no standing up for individual accountability. There's no standing up for a balanced budget. There's no standing up for things that are true conservative Republican principles. And for all those who, who, who want to get mad at me for talking about right-wing radicals, every elected Republican in the state of Louisiana is calling out the radical Republicans. Finally, at this point. And the Republican Party should hope that it's, it's not too late. Did, did I miss anything, Ian? Uh, no, I mean, I it's think kind that of a, covers it's, it's, it pretty well. You know, it's, it's, and, it's, and somebody tried to, to, to get me to say, well, you're against people who want to uh, secure the border? No, but they're, they're against um, every kind of immigrant, every, every person who comes to this country. They're against the, those who were brought here by their parents. I mean, there are, look, make no mistake about it. I mean, don't get mad at me because it exists. There's a group of right-wing radicals 
in the Republican Party. They're trying to define the party in their image, and that is now becoming reality. I think, uh, yeah, I mean, specifically with the issue of immigration, like if you're one of the people that was cheering when it's learned that we have an intentional policy of taking nursing children away from their mothers at the border and separating those families and then not even doing the paperwork so that we can put a child and a mother back together again. That is an extremely right wing radical position. There's nothing about family values in there. That is not a pro-life position. That's just anti-immigrant cruelty. Another thing, if 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 you are standing up for everybody involved, everybody involved in January 6th, even the the, the bad people, even the people who are if you're standing up for those people, you're a right wing radical. So, again, who are the Republicans? It's interesting that this is, you know, finally coming into the uh, into the spotlight. Let's go to uh, Bay St. Louis. Uh, Louis, you're on WWL. I have time for a, a quick comment, Louis. I agree with everything you just said, and I just wanted to say about the economy. Walmart's got record sales right now, and milk's going through the roof. Oil prices are going, gas is going up, and they got record prices. I mean, record uh, going through the roof. I mean. They're all making buku bucks because yeah. they, they can charge us and we can't do anything about it. It's and not the, about the economy. Yeah. It's it's them killing us. I mean, it, the company's killing us. Yeah, and the auto industry is making record profits as well. The airline industry is doing really well. So, you know, there will always be aspects of the society that are not doing well with the economy, no matter how good the economy is for others. But overall, to say the economy is terrible... That is a, 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 an exaggeration of the reality of, uh, of the economy. Hey, I love this movie. I mean, I love this movie. On this day in 1996, That Thing You Do, written and directed by Tom Hanks, uh, was, was released. Love this movie. It was about a band in the 60s, The Wonders, and they had one hit, and it's just a, a fun, fun rock movie. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. All right, Sports Talk is coming up next with Bobby, Steve, and Mike. And uh, Deuce joins the guys at uh, 420. A lot to talk about. Spying on the Saints with somebody from our big station, WEEI in Boston. I want to thank Diane Newman, Kevin Cassidy, Ian Hope, Chris Miller, Cardi P, and you. I'm Scoot. Love you, New Orleans.